Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. You are very welcome to today's episode, which is all about wedding dresses. My favourite topic, of course. The dress is the big one and probably one of the most emotional buys a bride will make, as for many, they've imagined that dress for many years in their mind, walking up the aisle, so it has a big expectation to live up to. It is also considered the signature stamp of the overall style of the day. Now, I am joined today by one of the best in the business, and I've worked with Carol for a long, long time. Carol from Pearl and Lace Bridal. So many of you travel up to visit Carol and look at her beautiful collection. She's a really amazing eye for style and her collection is so vast, covers so many different styles, tastes, sizes. And they have, most importantly, the cherry on top, one of the most unique bridal experiences in this country. I've been up to visit. It really does not disappoint. Carol, you are very welcome. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure to be here. Um, Carol, I've given a very brief intro and a little teaser into Pearl and Lace, but I haven't even scratched the surface because you're just it's just such a beast. It, there's so much that goes on up in Pearls and Lace. Can you talk us through Pearls and Lace and what brides can expect up there? Yeah, so we have a bridal shop here in Donegal um, and we get brides that travel to us literally from all over Ireland. So on a Saturday, we can expect to see faces from Cork, Kerry, Dublin, Meath, literally from everywhere to come and see us. Um, We have a big collection of wedding dresses. We like to think that they're the, the nicest wedding dresses and the best collection of wedding dresses. We work with some really great designers, so we do have some um, really lovely styles. Um, and Pairs and Lace for us is all about the experience. So we try and make it wedding dress shopping what we feel it should be. Um, fun, luxurious, um, and just like a real, you know, important memory um, from when you were getting married. You know, it's not about just going in, trying on the dress. You have catering. You've got everything there for brides who want to come up and try on or when they come back to have their fitting, there's like a VIP experience and everything like that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, we think, well, I suppose the decor is a big part of it. Um, and we, if you go on our Instagram page, you'll see a lot of pink. We're quite into our pink here in the shop. Um, and just, you know, nice girly decor, a really nice space um, we extended the shop this year and I suppose we went from three fitting rooms to five, but the extra space. So we now were half of a building. We're now the full top of a building. Wow. Give us a lot more opportunity to do like waiting areas and create like different areas where brides can take photos and just to make the experience to allow people, I suppose, to stay a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and create a memory because it is such a, a big day out. It is. And, you know, and it's fun and you've all, you know, your your nearest and dearest. Um, wedding day itself goes so fast so I'm a big believer in making the most of, of you know all of the little memories building up to that and getting your dress is, is a big one so it's really making the most of that and making that as pleasurable um and a special um a memory for girls as we can I love that and I love when you walk in so you've got you know obviously the boutique is there there's such a warm welcome like all of the girls they're just so lovely when you walk in but 
you have a fantastic shop there as well for like accessories for you know the novelty bits whether it's your 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 sparklers your you know the the little brided personalized pieces you have quite a vast collection which is available online as well but it's really nice to walk in and see all those little bits all up front as well yeah I found that myself whenever I was getting married like I spent a lot of time trying to find you know things that the bride would buy like gifts for the bridal party and there's something really nice about having access to those different pieces they're good talking points as well when you're kind of waiting to go in for your appointment can I ask you Carol right so if we if we kind of start from the the early stages before someone has even found any bridal boutique you know when when a bride starts her wedding dress appointment shopping and deciding where she's going to go like what should she be doing in advance like what's helpful and what's unhelpful because there's an, an awful lot of stuff that you know sucks a lot of a lot of time but isn't needed so like what what do you recommend before they even pick where they're going to go shopping um well the first thing I suppose is to do your research before you go shopping so you know like look up different boutiques look at what they sell you you know if you go on somebody's Instagram page you'll get a feeling very quickly for their style as such um and I think that's really important because if you're going to a shop and you know that yeah they have the kind of styles that you like it'll make for a much better experience for yourself you know so for example if we don't do any short 50s you know that sort of mm-hmm. sort of style dresses so if somebody comes to us and you want to try on those styles you know we, we can't help you and that can be disappointing yeah. for a bride and it can be overwhelming as well because you're trying on maybe all these styles that you know just aren't you you know just for the sake of filling and the time you so have I- something in your head as well you yeah and, and you know what it doesn't matter if you come in here and you tried on something a ball gown and you thought actually I love that if you have something in your head you probably aren't going to get it out of your head till you've tried mm-hmm. it on there's, there's a fine line I suppose with being over-researched as well because literally in bridal anything can happen it, it happens where a girl comes inside the front door and she'll say I don't want lace and I don't want strapless and lo and behold an hour and a half later she's just said yes to you know a strapless, strapless lace, and lace yeah you don't know how you're going to feel in a wedding dress. You've never tried one on before. It's really good, I think, to have screenshots of things that you like. That when you get there, then, you know, try other things and rule it in. It, it might be just for a matter that, yeah, you're like, okay, I know um, I've tried on the ball gowns and I know they're not for me. So therefore, yes, you know, the fitted that I said I like, I, I would, was going to like, I, I do like, and I've tried on the other options and I know that this is it. Um, yeah. But yeah, doing research is, is an important one. So you're going to shops that resonate with your, you know, your own style and it, it'll mean, It'll give you much more options and you'll be finding stuff and trying on stuff that you love. Completely agree. And just on that note about the appointment, um, what should you bring with you? Um, I'll start with who you should bring with you. Okay. So what I would say is, is be mindful of who you're bringing with you and like, are they the people who, whose opinions are important to you? Mm-hmm. And bear in mind that you can also include people at different times of the journey. You know, like not everybody needs to be there the day that you pick your dress. Yeah, like actually- that could be just you and mum that go exactly. just for the, the first one. And then for that kind of final kind of like try on when your dress comes in, maybe you might bring the so, bridal party. Really important, I think, to bring people's you know opinions that you trust and um, that really are important to you. You're like, OK, no, I, I need my mum's approval, you know, before I'm going to buy this dress or or my sisters or whoever's and to have those people with you. Um, and terms- if somebody's being like, you know, like, I'm, and I know, look, you know, this happens quite a lot, but you can have people that come with you and, you know, they can be a bit kind of direct, maybe a bit, bit not rude, but like, I don't like that dress on you. And like, you could love it. 
Like, yeah. what do you do as a as as the bridal boutique owner who's working with that bride? Because that has to be upsetting for the bride. Like, what what do you do in that situation? And and it is upsetting, you know. And I suppose you could you try and bring it back. And I think it's it's equally as important, even if maybe somebody's saying that's fabulous, when you know the bride actually doesn't think it's fabulous. That's not yeah. what she wants to get married in. So, I suppose it's about trying to you know remind everybody in the room that you know it's her wedding day it's her dress how she feels in it and you know the same thing boils down for brides like every woman comes in and she's going to have a body hang up okay there's yeah. nobody that has ever come in here like yeah I'm fab people are like oh I'm conscious of my belly area or my arms and I might be looking at somebody going like literally you your talking arms about? are fabulous yeah, exactly you know but if that's what her thing is, then we need to fix that for her because she needs to feel comfortable. And that that's her. Yeah. It has and, to be and her. And nobody so else's opinion will, will stop her feeling that way. No, that's it. And, and you know, so it's about, I suppose, bringing people back to, OK, what does the bride love? And that's that's not always easy because sometimes you can have, you know, strong opinions and, and whatever. You know, generally, if you're bringing the right people with you and they have, you know, your your best interests at heart you know most people can get past the fact that they love a ball gown but that the bride actually likes a fitted dress and that's her yeah you know and um, I think that's it it's like even if you and, and I know this as well like even if you're looking at the bride and you don't like it, it you know there's nothing wrong with it on her but like you're not the one that has to wear it so yeah. pipe down is kind yeah, of the yeah. with also with that so like people are always asking me about like oh should I bring my so should I bring my underwear? Should I bring my shoes? Should I like, what should I bring? Should I have my hair done? Should I have my makeup done? Should I have tan done? Like, is what, what, what do you think about that yeah. level of preparation? So I would have an yeah. album on your phone with your favorite dresses that you can show a consultant because a picture paints a thousand words and we can get a pattern from that, but it'll help give us a vision of who you are and what your style is and what you veer towards. And this, and like every you boutique know, is going to have a lot of more. stock. And you kind of yeah. like, like you can't try on everything. So you kind of need to give some direction so that your consultant can go and pull, say, yeah. up to the five to 10 dresses that are kind of in what what's in your mind. And say you yeah. try on the first one, two, and you're like, I actually don't like this at all. Then it can go over to them to be creative and, and show you what might look really well on you. Yeah, exactly. And um, the other things I would say, bring is, is, you know, underwear, it doesn't matter too much at this stage because yeah. obviously it's going to get really down to that when you're getting your alterations done but I would say if you've got new seamless underwear do bring them because some of the dresses that are more you know the sheer fabrics you know the the nude seamless spanks as such are really good under them for just like a real seam free fit um you know so I would I would probably bring wear those um a strapless bra if you have it I wouldn't get hung up on that because most of the dresses have cups built in Mm -hmm. to them now um you end up popping off the bra anyway but you know if anybody's anyway conscious I'd say maybe strapless bra um with them um and that's really it in terms of tan boutiques will vary on their policies on that so our policy is is we we allow tan because personally we dry clean our dresses very frequently and i feel most women will wear tan on their wedding day even if they never wear it any other day so it's very hard if you're like wear tan i get a tan on every week um to go in and look at a dress it's going to be you know the one day that you're for sure going to be wearing yeah. tan and once it is not instant tan and it has two showers, generally it'll not come off majorly on the dresses. Okay. Um, so that's the key is if you're going to, so your policy specifically, because I know other bridal boutiques are like, other, no to tan, you're yeah. going to ruin the dresses. Whereas yeah. you're kind of saying, look, if you've got tan on, you've at least showered twice, you've no issue, you're dry cleaning and, and cleaning them in general quite frequently. So you're you're okay with that. 
Yeah, um, that's it. Light makeup, I'd say, you know, maybe don't put a lot of powder around your neck area because yeah. powder does tend to come off and some of the dresses are high neck. Um, you know, but like normal everyday makeup, um, you know, I don't think we've ever had an issue with really anybody. And, you know, the amount of makeup that they were wearing has always been fine. And again, a lot of girls like the wee bit of makeup just to feel good about themselves. Yeah, of course. Um, it's very hard if you're used to wearing it every day to go bare face then, you know, on a day that you're standing looking at yourself in the mirror for most of the day. I know. Um, so that that tends to make it a wee bit easier. But I would just again, I would research because different shops will have different different policies. And I suppose it saves any awkwardness when you get there. If maybe a shop wasn't comfortable with the tan. And can I ask on you, um, you mentioned different policies and different boutiques have different ways of working. Um, the are I know majority of boutiques, they say that you can't take pictures of you trying on the dress. Would that be standard across the board, Carol? That would be standard. Yeah, that would be standard. And why is Jeff- that? Well, I suppose, to be honest, right, I, I would say to you, if I could have wave a magic wand, it'd probably be one of the things I would wish brides wouldn't do. It causes an awful lot of wedding dress wobbles. Okay. So what happens is, is you have you have mommy who's sitting here on her old Nokia phone. Yeah. And she's snapping a picture. And you from look a shy. Angle, <laughs> and it's just, and it looks so bad and what happens is a girl has said yes because she's looking in the mirror she's knowing how she looks and how she feels she goes home she sees a bad picture and she worries for eight months like oh. we've had girls that are like they, they don't sleep in the week coming up to come and try on the dress and they come in and they love it and I'm like were you looking at the pictures and they're like yes and I'm like oh. the pictures so that that happens so often you know like there's a girl again last week and she rang and she says like I'm having a wobble and I said were you looking at the pictures? And she said, I was looking at the pictures. And I'm like, yeah, Delete you know, then so, they come in and, and you know, the, they'll try it on again. And, and you remember, so I think trust yourself and trust your decision and trust how you felt in it and how you looked in it. And like most of the time, they're never going to fit. Like, you know, sample dresses are, are rarely going to be your size. No, that's it. And so, you're not in all your glam either. Like your hair isn't done. Your makeup isn't done. You don't have your shoes. You don't have this and you don't have that. Like that's what the wedding day is for. It's to, yes, exactly. it's to add the accompaniments. So you know what? Generally probably would be, I would give a bride the advice of that. I know everybody likes taking pictures. And I know my own phone is full of pictures. That's just the year that we live in. But I, I see it causing an awful lot of unnecessary stress for brides yeah. because they're looking at their pictures. And, I, and you know what? It's nice to go away and then come back and see it again and go, oh yeah, I forgot it had all those sparkles. Know, it and, is nice. You know, yeah. fall in love with it again. It, wee bit of the magic alive so and I, I just tend to find it causes more stress than anything and unnecessarily really to be honest yeah I agree and can so like if we if, if can you talk us through then um you know the process when you arrive in to have your appointment like what happens for that yeah so um when girls arrive here so we normally say to people um kind of don't arrive sort of early early is good especially if you're traveling but we kind of say most of our appointments will run back to back if you're going to be any more than five minutes early, you're possibly going to be coming in and, you know, on somebody else's time slot. Now, all of our fitting rooms are private, so it's not so much of an issue here, but maybe in other stores where, you know, they've, they've only one fitting area, um, that would be something to bear in mind. So um, if your consultant is ready waiting on you, um, you'll, we'll take you straight to your fitting room. Sometimes there might be a wee bit of a wait time. So we've wee waiting areas that you can sit around. You can have a wee browse in the shop. Um, 
we have a drinks menu so generally we um, yes we, we've added cocktails last week so we're all about the, the details here so we now have a new drinks menu as of last week and three different kinds of cocktails so there's our early get everybody a drink and get them settled into the rooms and your consultant will meet with you ask you a wee bit about your wedding journey so what are you liking what are you not liking you know the last few screenshots and to see sort of what sort of styles that you have um, and then the consultant will go out and start pulling dresses um, for you. So most of the time they'll start with the screenshots of, of what you have brought. They'll pull those dresses first um, and kind of start gauging. So, you know, they start putting on dresses. So our consultant will stay in the fitting room with you and help you in and out of every dress and build, build the picture from from there on. Yeah. And can I ask, right, and I know this comes back to what was something we were you mentioned earlier, right? So say a bride has an idea of this dress in her head and she puts it on and it like she might love it whatever but like you know through your experience that it is it's just not flattering and you know the dresses you've got out on that you know out on the floor and you know you just know there's this one that might look better like how do you approach that because like ultimately you want a bride to look their absolute best so like yeah. what what do you do um well generally generally we pull a wild card because sometimes we might have a girl the, the really funny thing is is which is hard for for me to wrap my head around and even for sometimes for brides a plain a, a bride that likes a really plain dress also likes a really sparkly dress a lot of the time wow. and that is mind-blowing but they they may come in for an absolutely plain from top to bottom dress and end up going out with dress that is beaded from head to toe <laughs> that is the same bride I don't I don't know how that is but, but we've learned that over time it, it, it can be everything in bridal is topsy-turvy so generally we will pull a pull a wild card like if there's something we'll go on the cues from the bride because at the end of the day what's most important is, is that she has a dress that she loves it's not what we love because we'll always love what's new and you know on trend and then that won't be our favorite in two years time so like if brides often would say to come in and say what do you think would suit me and I'm like it doesn't matter what I think what ha- what matters is is that you have something on that you feel fabulous in and that you feel as you um so generally what we'll do is we'll work off what they're liking so like do you like the top of that bottom of that and then if there's something that we think is hanging out in the shop and we're like actually we think we have one that has it all we will pull it and we don't put a limit on the number of dresses like we, there's a time limit on the appointment, but we'll keep carrying dresses as long as we have time to, you know, and we kind of leave no stone unturned. So if there's something we think is out in the shop that we think actually it's maybe not exactly what she described, but I actually think by her style that she's really going to like that or by elements of it, she's really going to like that. Um, yeah, we'll pull it in. We'll say, look, we've got a wild card for you. You know, I think you might like it. You either love it or you'll hate it but we think you should try this um, and we, yeah, we will do. And you know what? A lot of the time it, it can, it can be our wild card, you know, that a bride can end up going for. Okay. I love that. And I, I just love the cut, the, the whole thing of the wild card just to kind of mix it up and test to yeah. see and open someone's mind to it. But talking about that um, and you touched on it there was about like, you know, the, the different styles and everything like that. Can you, kind of break that down for us like the different cuts of dresses and the shape they're kind of primed for like does any of that matter anymore because I remember you used to always see the graphs out where it was like you know hourglass shape should be this you know this this and this like like what is like what is the word now on cuts versus shapes I I still personally think it always boils back down to what the bride feels comfortable in and 
you know, if she's a girl and say, for example, we get a girl and she's conscious of her hips, sometimes a, like an A-line or a ball gown can work great on that girl because it will emphasize her small bust and it mm-hmm. kicks out and skims over the hips. So you don't actually realize that maybe, you know, the hips are, are what we would call maybe a size bigger than the, the rest of her. Okay. But sometimes a girl who's conscious of her hips just feels like, oh my God, there's so much volume in this area now. So that actually makes her feel like her hips are bigger. That's all she right. sees because she sees so much volume in this area. So a lot of it will boil down to, to is how she's used to styling her body. And, you know, sometimes if you have a girl and she's all like, I always say, well, like if I'm, you know, struggling for somebody and trying to figure out what style it is, like, I'm like, well, like last three weddings or what did you wear? Or, you know, think of a wedding outfit that you absolutely loved and you felt great. And well, what shape was that? Yeah. And sometimes you might pattern figure, actually, you know, they're wearing skater dresses all of the time. Well, then maybe that person might go for, you know, be more comfortable in a ball gown because they're used to things kicking out from the hip yeah, area. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it probably it, it sort of depends maybe on, on how they're used to, you know, to dress in their own their own body shape. So it's kind um, of having that open mm-hmm. mind then around shapes and cuts and all of that and not be too. Oh, well, I have a figure that's this. Therefore, I must yeah. only look at that style of dress because that's going to be the only thing that's flattering for me. Yeah. And, you know, and there's there's different we we, you know, tips and tricks as well. Like we we have dresses and they're like they're fit and flare. So they're fitted down to the fingertips and then they gently flare out. Mm. Um, and sometimes we might get some of our, our plus size braids. OK, so maybe size 20 plus and they'll be like, OK, sometimes they come in and they're like, oh, I need an A-line dress, you know, because they feel like that's what's going to be most flattering on them something flowy whereas actually you put them into that fitted dress put a hoop underneath it to kick it out a wee bit at the bottom yeah that shape is really balancing because the bottom of the dress goes out that bit further so it makes the top of the body look narrower so it can be really great great in balance you know and and uh, do you know what that's magical when that happens because sometimes you get a girl in and she might be a bit conscious of her figure and you put her in that and she's like whoa like i didn't know i had that figure i know and they're like you know and it's wow and it's you know and it's so lovely to see somebody feeling so good about themselves yeah um, I love that. so the key really is try the different shapes on and you'll know by trying them what you know what it is that that um suits you best you know and that's where the consultant comes in really isn't it the typical timeline then for buying because i know so much has changed in the last few years like it used to be like oh look six to nine months is fine but obviously brexit backlog of covid all of that what's the typical timeline now of 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 shopping to delivery of dress um i would say right i've always said 12 months yeah. um would always been our, our sort of key and there's a couple of reasons why i i believe that i personally always a year mark leaves you you know you should be able to get most brands so you're not restricting yourself you come in at six months you're going to be very restricted yeah as to the brands because some of them just take longer than that you know so you might fall in love with something and then we're like actually we know we can't get that on time another three months on that yeah Yeah, exactly no leave leave your options open i also think the year mark is really good because you're shopping in the same season that you're getting married within reason in the same season maybe a year beforehand so if you're summer next year summer this year um, and that's probably when we would get the majority of our brides come to see us. That being said, with everything that's happened the last couple of years, I don't think you can be too organized, you know. Yeah. So I think anything up, I would now probably say 12 to 18 months because we yeah. are, seeing, you know, some of the suppliers are, are really struggling. Some of our designers really struggled 
to be honest, more this year than the whole way through Brexit because there's such a backlog. Yeah. All of a sudden, the designers had a little bit, a little bit of business. And then all of a sudden, last summer, everything opened up. Weddings are going ahead. They got all of those orders in and then obviously had to to fulfill them. Um, And then I suppose what takes the longest is it can take up to 16 weeks for a designer to get the lace from the mill. So if there's a shortage issue with the mill for getting the lace, they can't make your dress. So that caused a little bit of problems at the start of the year. Thankfully, all of our brides' dresses were on time. We always order them in advance i like the dresses to be here four months before if you're listening to this and you haven't got a year don't panic the last couple of years have made us pros at getting dresses for brides quick you know for comfort i would say 12 to 18 months is, is a nice timeline to kind of you know be dress shopping then it's here in loads of time for your alterations for style and appointment um, and it's stress-free so so you talked to me you just mentioned there a styling appointment so was that where you your dress comes in and then the styling appointment is like how you accessorize around that yeah exactly so sometimes a bride will come in and she'll you know she'll try on a dress she'll try on a veil and she's like yeah it has to be that veil and we'll try the accessories with it more often than not we're like right this is a big overwhelming decision you now have your dress now you need to go away and think about the vision for the day so what hairstyle is going to go with that you know what you know how are you going to style this dress now are you going to be sort of you're going to go like red lip and more vintage glamour or you know um and it takes people a wee while I think to go away and chat to the hairdresser and look up hairstyles because until now you've probably just been looking at dresses we normally say is when the bride dress comes in then we would do your your styling appointment um and then that's the day is the dress is picked that decision is made then you try on all of different types of veils you yeah know with that dress to see which veil works best with it and then at that stage you know brides will have a better idea they think in hair up or hair down um, and that's actually a lovely that's a lovely appointment you know because it's the big decisions made and it's exciting yeah and it's really just it's it's so relaxed because it's like it's, it's it's the veil it's the hair clip it's not yeah. it's not really going to make or break yeah and just with that alterations like I'm inundated <laughs> with you know people telling me stories about alterations and it, there's like such a shortage of yeah. like seamstresses at the moment. What's going on in that space and what sort of timeline are we working off at the moment? Well, the first thing I would say to you is, is go with a, a recommended seamstress, somebody that's mm-hmm. reputable, that either your bridal shop is recommended or that you know somebody has used and that they're reputable. I don't know if there will ever be as much of a shortage as there was this year. They're under mm-hmm. extreme pressure because essentially they're doing three years worth of weddings yeah. in one year. Um, all on the day suppliers like photographers video everybody has just been this summer um you know working every day of the week and just just counting down to get to october (laughs) yeah and and that's it you know so seamstresses are the same you know they have girls that you know would have been married in 2020 that are now getting this married this year along with all the other people that would have got married this year yeah um and generally as we know it's one of the busiest year for weddings we actually have a new seamstress here, a new seamstress in Donegal, um, Linda Sloan. I'd oh, she's brilliant. Of her. We actually chatted Linda about her before, Carol. Yeah, because yeah. my she's, um, she's brilliant because I know that one of the a girl that does my hair, she was telling me about she got her friend out of an almighty pickle in a very short period of time. And she's just fantastic. So she's a big loss to the Dublin market, but she's yeah. your gain. half mile from the shop so um yes yeah, so no so, so that's brilliant so and that's been a real help obviously to us to have an extra um seamstress but we have seamstresses that we work with all over the country and we've just built up a list of people yeah. because we've been traveling to us 
So generally, most brides will travel to us and then they will take their gown back to their own county and have it altered closer I to home. I must get that list from you, Carol, and share it because, yes. my God, if there's anything that people are searching for, it's recommendations on this uh, in this particular space because it's such a precious thing to get your dress in and then at the final hurdle, you know, to have someone do it right and you not pick yes. somebody out of desperation because you've no other choice yes. and it may not be the way you want it. Like it's, yeah. you know, it, it's really important. So I'll definitely get that off, yeah. get off that off you and share it with, with, with people. And so like, what's the right timeline then? Like, is it like, do you have a set one where it's like you're, you're all like, I suppose a cutoff because I knew myself, like my alterations, I left to like the final stage, you know, the weekend before, because my weight had just fluctuated an awful lot because I'm doing an awful lot of running around and, you know, yeah. it's, you, you're not even in your own body in that last two weeks, I would say, at times. So, like, mine was really down to the wire. Um, yeah. Like, what, what's your recommendation? Um, Generally, you know, most uh, different seamstresses will work a different way. So we had, you know, initially back probably about five years ago, we had two main seamstresses that we would have used in the locality. And the two of those worked very differently. So one of them used to work very strictly six weeks, four weeks sort of one to two weeks yeah so she would take you in six weeks and kind of see okay what have we ahead of us here what needs to be done and um, she would get you back then maybe you know four weeks for a second fit and then a final fit maybe you know at one week before just yeah. to be sure again for those last minute fluctuations people you know unintentionally yeah. maybe, you know lose a couple of pound or put on a couple of pound um beforehand and just making sure that everything is perfect another seamstress her sort of way is is that she would take you get you done and then she'd move on to the next person so she'd be working on you but working on you exclusively so she wouldn't mightn't right. have you know five weeks at one time but she might have you you know for two weeks and she would do all of your work within those final two weeks and then she would you know move on to the next girl and do her so um, it's really about ringing was- in good time to good get time. a grasp on how yeah. they work and then just making sure to book your slot rather than necessarily <laughs> having to get the dress in Book your that like we say to people as soon as you buy your dress, book that slot with the dressmaker. Um, you know, so then you know they're gonna do your alterations. And you know, you can always do an, do an appointment with them in an earlier stage and just, you know, so you can get a scope of what needs to be done, or you know, maybe if you're doing any modifications, yeah. it never, you know, it never hurts if you're doing any modifications. Say, for example, we might have a bride and she's putting it back in the dress or whatever. Yeah. Ordered, you know, extra fabric and stuff. I'd say, you know what, meet with the dressmaker, make sure she's happy, she's everything that she needs because we've loads of time, you know, to get yeah. more anything or um, and it kind of just gives the seamstresses a head up and heads up as well as how much work needs to be done. And, you know, if there's very little, like some girls you make it in and they might only need a hem done on the bottom of the dress. And if it's a plain hem and there's no lace, it mightn't take very long. You know, so they might be happy to leave you till closer to the time and say to you, actually, you know what, you, I'll see you two weeks before. Whereas maybe if it's a bigger job and they're thinking, OK, you've actually lost quite a bit of weight and we need to take this down two sizes. Well, then they might want to see you a lot earlier, um, you know, to allow more time for for that to be done. Um, you know, so no no harm doing a wee appointment just for your seamstress to see how it's fitting at an early stage and then, you know, kind of plan the alterations out from there. Yeah, I think that's really, really good advice. We talked earlier about the pictures and how that can kind of rattle people, particularly when they get a terrible picture taken of them. So there it doesn't show the dress in the best light. But I would have spotted and would have been asked an awful lot around, particularly coming out of COVID, where people would have bought their dresses, you know, a few years in advance and then they're only getting married now and, and so on. So they have that kind of, um, they they might have changed their mind about the dress that they bought. Um, now, you already mentioned that when it comes to people that are, are ringing you and saying, look, I think I've changed my mind and they're having a wobble, 
that you can kind of get to the nuts and bolts of it if it is around the picture. Yeah. But in general, say reasoning bes- be- besides, right? It's they've just changed their mind and on second thoughts, it's not what they have in mind or they've completely gone and changed the entire style of their wedding. What happens if somebody changes their minds? Like where does that, like what, like it's my understanding is once you've put that order in, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And then the dresses are made to order. So I would say, you know, like give the shop a call. Like we would get brides and like obviously with COVID and stuff, there has been loads of people. And, you know, sometimes we've just said to them, you know what, get your dress, bring it into us. Let's get it on you. Let's see. Sometimes they might come and put it back on and realize actually not, you know what, I was just having a wobble mm-hmm. and it's just nerves. So many brides get that. The vast majority yeah, get that. Yeah. You know, that they're more in the minority are the ones that are like, I absolutely love my dress and I have absolutely no worries about it. Most people worry about everything to do with their wedding. It's only natural when you're planning such a big thing so far in advance. Um, you know, sometimes when we would get people back in, they put it back on. There's things that we can do, you know, with people yeah. as well. You might say, well, what are you not liking about it? And they might say, well, you know what? I'm after having a baby during COVID and I just feel like this plunge neckline is too low for me now. You know, so we can say, well, maybe we can get you a little bit of lace motifs or maybe we could do this or maybe we yeah. could do that to make it more what, what you love. You know, a small number of brides have changed dress because, you know, people's circumstances have changed as well. Like you do have a lot of girls that did have, you know, children and stuff. Yeah have changed yeah so that that fit no. that old fitted mermaid isn't isn't going to do much no. for you after that yeah and uh, you know and, and and even i think like after you have a child i think your your style changes you it know does, your, yeah. your your whole identity changes within within reason you know so for some people they just feel like actually just i'm not I'm it's not no longer me anymore that's not um you know or maybe they've downsized the wedding and they're going for more you know more casual affair now or you know um, some people maybe actually were going to have a broad wedding so now they're having a wedding at home or vice versa you yeah. know a lot of things change up but I would say get in contact with the shop have a chat with them see if they can help you out there's loads of modifications that can be done to dresses maybe to you know make them perfect and make them what you want um, and if not like I just think life is too short if it's not the dress it's not the dress you know and um, you know start from from square one and have a look you know maybe at like sample sales and stuff because a lot of brides you know you can pick up a dress you know quite reasonable yeah. you know if you've already a dress hanging there and then you know do it before you alter that dress because if you need to sell that dress on and you're five foot and you've altered it you're going to really restrict you know yeah, being able to resell that again yeah you know where you have it not altered well then you're going to have a much better chance of being able to you know to resell it on to get you know as much of your money back as possible so that then you know you can invest that then in, in, in a new dress but I think life is too short I would say people get married in a dress that you absolutely love because if that is all you have left after your wedding is the pictures on the wall and I think yeah. it's so sad if you don't like your dress you're not going to put those pictures up you know you're not no so- and you'll always kind of feel like you're making excuses for it and wishing you did this and wishing you did that it's kind of the non-compromisable and I did that I bought a dress and I I just knew it just wasn't it wasn't right I bought it too early as well so like and I hadn't fully mapped out the the the, the whole style of the day and it just wasn't the right yeah. fit so I cut my losses sold it and then got the dress that I had in my head yeah. and that's okay yeah. like you know that's okay once you have a plan b that's that's the key um yes. and you still have time that's you know you have to give yourself give yourself that but you mentioned there about you know the sample dresses and of course you've been keeping a very big secret I don't know if I'm even allowed to share this today Carol you might stop me but 
you're you, you're opening a second shop, which is focused on those off the peg dresses. Yeah, so we are opening up um, a Pairs and Lace Bridal Outlet um, in Balik, which is a wee town in Fermanagh, and it's about sort of 20, 20, 25 minutes from, from us here. Um, and I suppose the purpose behind that is sample sale. Over the last couple of years, um, we've been really busy. So sample sale tends to kind of, you know, fall to, you know, a job that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Um and what we tend to find is, is all of a sudden, you know, you're doing sample sale, but there's girls really that are looking for dresses all year round that yeah. just, you know, A, they have, you know, quick wedding, you know, they, they, they've they got engaged and they decided, you know what, I'm not going to wait. Like, I'm, you know, we're going to do this. You know, we're getting married yeah. and they've only six months. So therefore they, they don't have time to order something in. They want something off the peg. Loads of girls that just, you know, are thinking they're building houses and, and you know, or they have a family or for whatever reasons, yeah. they just, you know, but they still want that experience um yeah. and they still want to have those memories and that's I suppose something that I've always been really you know passionate about here is you know if brides come in here and they bought a sample dress off us or they bought a full price dress off us they've always been treated the same they've always got the same gifts they've always got the exact same treatment they get the same experience it doesn't matter how much you spend you know with us yeah. um it's the same experience so I suppose what we really want this shop is to be the same so you know there's brides out there who maybe think oh you know I'd love to get my dress in pairs and lace but actually you know our price range goes from probably 1700 till about three nine and kind of think, but I don't really, you know, I don't want to spend that on my dress. That's what they're, you know, I yeah. think spend what you're comfortable with, do what is, you know, that you feel good about. Um, you know, so I suppose this shop will, will help those brides out that would like to be personally brides that like our style, you know, resonate with that still want a really lovely experience um, and a really, you know, nice memory with their family. Um, you know, they still want to go to a shop to buy a dress as opposed to buying online or anything. Yeah. You know, Blake will be will be um really great for that. Yeah. So it's we're excited brilliant. for that. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and I'm it's delighted to time. hear it. I always find with brides, they're like, look, I really don't have to spend a fortune. Where where can I go? And there's always a good recommendation, but it's like you know, you're always telling people keep an eye out for the sample sales, but you just never know yeah. when they're going to come up. And then you're kind of taking a risk. Whereas having something steady always open, it's such a good idea for that market and those who want to get something, you know, high end designer, know that it's coming through the look and feel and love the look and feel of pearl, pearls and lace. They're still getting it, but it's just yeah. that maybe the like, you know, like you have to be realistic with the sample sizes there. it's there, You get one of each, you know, yeah. and so once you're happy with that, off you go it's brilliant yeah. you know so um, congratulations I feel oh, you'll, be, you. you'll be kept busy um, yeah, look, <laughs> your my final question to you and um, this comes up an awful lot and I know even doing shoots and Carol I've had your your dresses on shoots and and everything if a bride on the day gets dirt makeup particularly around the necklines you know all that sort of thing like what do you advise because Right. First of all, we know photographers can work magic. So if anything does go on, it can definitely be taken out of your pictures. That that's that's not an issue. But is there something brides should keep in their like in their emergency bag? There's a couple of things that that you could you could ask the shop whenever you're picking up your dress that if a stain came on it, what they would recommend. We would probably recommend different things for different styles of dresses. Yeah. Okay. But um, general two good things are to have is this chalk is a good wee one for, you know, just like covering over like any little black marks. You'll tend to find they go on the train of the dress very quick yeah. from heels and car and whatever. So yeah. you can get like loads of random black marks on, on the back of your dress and you can get those early on in the day, you know, when you're getting your photos outside the chapel. Um, so chalk is really good for sort of, you know, just coloring, basically coloring over those. 
Um, baby wipes are brilliant as well. Like baby wipes. Well, probably get... the water wipes more so than the exactly. ones that have chemicals in it. Yeah, exactly. The water wipes, um, like they are brilliant. Like we would take a lot of maybe, you know, like sometimes when we take, you know, off um, our sample dresses off a bride, we might notice that they've got a wee bit of makeup or something on it. Um, you know, so if we have time, the girls will do a wee spot clean on the dress after and we would use the, the, the water wipes quite a bit. You need to be a wee bit more careful if you're using them on, like, say, for example, you had a, like a, a silky or a satin dress. Mm, it can watermark. The ring. You can get the ring. Now, the flip side of that is, you know, you can use a hairdryer. Mm-hmm. If you don't let it dry naturally, if you, if you can hairdry it. But again, these are, you're getting a wee bit complicated with these. So I'd be saying, you know. Depends if, on the material. Traditionally, a lot of bridal shops would have dressed brides by taking the dress down over their head. Always, always step into your step dress. Step into the dress. Yeah. 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 If you're wearing a hoop, open up the hoop, put the hoop on the on the floor. So sometimes people used to put on the hoop and then pull the dress down over. OK, so that the dress pulls down over the hoop. But actually, I would do that in the reverse. So what I would do is, is put the hoop on the floor, put the dress on the floor over it, step in, pull up the hoop and then pull up the dress. Pull up the dress. Over it. Yeah. So you're not getting um, any of that mess. Yeah. And it's scraping. Because if and... it's. And lipstick in particular, you know, oh. is, um, is, 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 you know, very transferable, um, you know, so and it's going to probably be the most noticeable. So then it's just, I suppose, being mindful of, um, you know, touching your face and touching the dress. Um, like you the know, biggest offender that, that I would have seen on a shoot is really muck because you're getting people running through forests and all that. And I know yeah. that there's some like, you know, the the likes of the of the crepe type, um, the stretchy yeah. material. I would have always had like, you know, a non bio fairy heated a white yeah. flannel on two sides and I'm patting it out. But you're not going to have time. And then a hairdryer. Yeah. You're not going to have time to do that on the day. But I did have there was a wedding I was at where the bride spilled a bit of wine on her on red wine on her dress and I, I basically dabbed um white wine on it and it and it did come out on that particular type of material so I think it is really important just to check your material type as you say to make sure that yeah you, you have a mate you have a you, you're not left panicking it's just for seeing what what could happen exactly. and, the ba- and the baby whites are exactly. great for the, for the suits when because you know on the groom everybody coming up and giving a hug and the makeup goes on the shoulder like the the water wipes are great because they take it all they take it all out as well so they're great to have in the bag for all parties concerned they are great yeah carol your advice has been absolutely invaluable and thank you for answering the volume of questions i threw at you today and if people want to hear more or even book an appointment and come visit you they can go through pearlsandlace.ie if I'm right and of course like if they're looking for inspiration your Instagram channel is just bursting full of that and that's at pearlsandlace yeah that's that's the best way between the website um and Instagram you'll get it you know we're very active so we're putting up a lot of our dresses we get new stuff in pretty much every month or every week of the year to be honest um stay tuned and keep an eye um keep an eye there because that's where you'll, you'll see it first Carol, that is brilliant. Thank you so, so much for for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Zara. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels. 